Welcome to PIWC Worcester's podcast. Thank you for joining us. We pray that in your time spent with us, you will be blessed and edified even as we grow in faith. Please enjoy and may the Spirit illuminate your hearts. Warm PIWC welcome. Church, help me welcome Pastor Eugene Nyamiche. Hallelujah. Give a mighty hand to Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. If that was for me, can we be outstanding? Let's do a better one for the King of Kings. Come on, do it for the Lord of Lords. Celebrate God this morning. Are you excited to be in His presence? You want to give the Lord a shout of praise? Come on, celebrate the Lord. Amen and amen. While we are still standing, please ask your neighbor, is everything okay? Ask ask another neighbor, are you happy to be here this morning? What is your neighbor saying? Be happy. Can you tell your neighbor, let's feel that happiness. Let's have some... Come on, give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. Well, this morning I am very excited to be here, and I'm very. You have a very beautiful auditorium. Wow. Are you clapping for yourself? It's very beautiful. I was telling Pastor when I walked in that you have a lot of equipment. So I told him you should have. You have to bless me with some of them. Hallelujah. But I'm very excited to be here. And I bring you greetings from the, from the chairman. He sends his love to all of you. I also bring you greetings from my family and my bishop as well. Um, everywhere I go, people ask, so why are you not in Pentecost? That one is another message. But this morning, I really want to thank our area head, um, Apostle Yadom, National Head, Apostle Amwako. And also for pastor and the wife, you want to please put your hands together for them. Amen. And I also want to salute the presbytery, the leaders, for granting me this opportunity. Please put your hands together for the leaders as well. And you want to put your hands together for yourself for coming this morning. Hallelujah. While the choir was singing... um, The Holy Spirit just ministered to me that one of the greatest disservice that we can do to ourselves is to forget what the Lord has done. And I pray that this morning, if you are in this service, don't forget what God has done. You know, sometimes we come to a place where we become too comfortable, we become too okay, and we just forget what God has done. But the Lord ministered to me that tell my church and tell my people that don't let them forget you know david said that if i forget thee let my tongue cleave to the roof of my mouth this song is from my heart you are amazing you are a good god lift up your hands and thank the lord From my heart, you are amazing. You are a good, good God. Best life is All this praise is from my heart. From my heart, you are amazing. 
the gathering of the saints be. Pray that have your own way this morning. Speak to us and bless us. I yield my members unto you. Let me decrease that you will increase. When you are lifted, you will draw all men unto yourself. I pray that this morning, let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable in your sight. We give you praise to the end that your name alone will be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name, shout your loudest, Amen. Amen. Come on, shout your loudest, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, this morning I want to speak to us briefly what I've titled Equipping the Church Through the Power of the Holy Spirit. Equipping the church through the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank God for this great opportunity that has given me to be a blessing this morning. And I believe that this whole week we've been talking about the Holy Spirit and the promised Holy Spirit who is for us and for our children and our children's children. I believe that we've learned a lot throughout the week. And um, as we climax this morning, I want to say that let it not be the end of our fellowship with him, but let our relationship and our fellowship with him continue. Amen. Can I have a better amen? amen. I'm preaching with the church, so I'll need that amen. amen. Hallelujah. All right. So without the Holy Spirit, you know, we will not have church. Without the Holy Spirit, this gathering will just be fanfare. What makes the gathering the people of God and is guided unto the Lord is the presence of of the Holy Spirit. Because the Bible says that where two or three are guided, He is in the midst of them. So we know that this morning, He is here with us. And He's sitting right by you. Hallelujah. So without Him, we don't have a church. Without Him, our gathering will be in vain. It is the Holy Spirit that makes us special and unique in His presence. Without the Holy Spirit, our Christian life and walk and journey will be impossible. Hallelujah. You cannot walk this walk without the Holy Spirit. So you you need the Holy Spirit, and I need the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit who helps us in this journey. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that Jesus speaking, he said that without me, you can do nothing. And nothing means what? Nothing. Hallelujah. Without me, you can do nothing. Whatever you are doing, at the end of the day, it will be work in futility. It will amount to nothing when it goes through fire. But without him or with him, we can do everything. I said with him, we can do everything. Hallelujah. So this morning, I'm praying that God will equip his church with the Holy Ghost power so that we can do that which he wants us to do. 
I want to read from John chapter 16, verse number 17. John chapter 16, verse number 17. The NIV says that, But very truly I tell you, it is for your good that I'm going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. It is for your own good. It is expedient. It is to your advantage that I go. You know, sometimes in life, you feel that if you were born in a certain place, you have some kind of advantage. Or if you went to school or had a degree or had a master's or you were born to this family, you think that it gives you some advantage in life. But I came to speak to someone who was not born into any family. You don't come from any place. You don't know your background. Your village cannot be found on the map. God has given you the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is for our advantage. Oh, am I speaking to somebody this morning? I may not have a degree, but I have the Holy Spirit. I may not come from a good home, but I have the Holy Spirit. I may not come from a very sophisticated and, you know, powerful place. But I have the Holy Spirit because He is for my advantage. I don't need that good thing. I need the Holy Spirit. Because when I have Him, I have every other thing. This morning, He is your advantage. I said, He is your advantage. That is why He said that it is expedient. It is good. It is to your advantage that I go. Because when I go, every other thing you are looking for, through Him, you will have it. This morning, He is here for your advantage. He is around your life for an advantage. In the name of Jesus. He said, when I go, I will send the comforter, the advocate, the helper, the teacher, the judge, the counselor, the lawyer. I will send him to you. I don't know what you are looking for in life, but everything can be found in this Holy Spirit who is for our advantage. Some of you have come to America and it's like you think you are from here. But you know you are not from here. Yes. When we mention your village now and we put it in Google Maps, you see that it cannot be found. Now, you are here because God has brought you this far. You are here because the Holy Spirit that you have received has made a way for you. Some of you, you never thought, never imagined that your life would turn out the way it's turned out. It is because the Holy Spirit is given to our advantage and for our advantage. And this morning, you want to celebrate Him 30 seconds. Put your hands together and give the Holy Spirit some praise in the name of Jesus. So when He came upon the apostles and the disciples in the upper room, He came to strengthen them, to equip them, empower them and to send them out hallelujah and that holy spirit is right in our midst this morning he had to fill them so that they can go out there and fill others this week all that we've been trying to do is to fill us with the holy spirit so that when you step out you can also fill other lives hallelujah and until we encounter him you cannot speak for him. Amen. Until you have an encounter with the, with the Holy Spirit, until you have an encounter with the Holy Ghost, you can never speak for him. You can't. You can't. You need an encounter to be in a position to speak for him. Pray that this morning, that encounter you will have by the power of the Holy Spirit. So a personal encounter with the Holy Spirit builds faith, builds confidence, and builds power. Is it not interesting that Peter, who a few you know, moments ago denied Jesus vehemently, a little girl just saw him and said, hey, you, you are one of them. He said, me? I've never met him. I've never seen him before. I don't know him. Hey, people are wild though. 
You see, you never know your true friends until you get into a situation. This same Peter that said that I will die with you, I want to go with you, cutting off people's ears. When it came to the critical point, he said, I've never seen me. Have you seen me before? I've never seen him. How does he look like? He denied the man. You see, but when the day of Pentecost came, this same Peter stood up and defended the gospel. I prophesied this morning that may that same Holy Spirit hit somebody in the name of Jesus. May something unusual come upon your life. May something strange happen to you. May you have an encounter in the name of Jesus. Encounter that will break the chains. Encounter that will take away the fear. Encounter that will strengthen you and empower you to do what you have to do for the Lord. Come on, shout yes. Hallelujah. Wow. So he said, that which we have seen, that which we have heard, that which we have handled, the word of life, and we have become witnesses of sin, is what we are sharing with you. So until you have an encounter with the Holy Spirit, (laughs) it will be very difficult to share. To be very difficult to speak for him. And many people, they are not having a sweet fellowship in their Christian work. It's because the Holy Spirit is out of the equation. You know, many people consult the Holy Spirit when they are in a fix. When their backs are against the wall, then they remember that I need to talk to him. But this morning, may you talk to him all the days of your life. I'm going to share with us about five things that the Holy Spirit will empower the church to do. Number one, the Holy Spirit empowers the church for evangelism. Say amen. Amen. The Holy Spirit empowers the church for evangelism. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you shall be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of what? Of the earth. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon us, we receive power. We receive ability, the efficiency, the might for what? For evangelism. So when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you shall receive power and you shall be my witnesses. Hallelujah. So the first call of the Holy Spirit upon a man is that it leads that person to what? To evangelism. To witnessing, to the winning of what? Of souls. Am I in church? Am I in church? So the anointing of the Holy Spirit on a vessel is for evangelism. It's for preaching of the gospel. Ask your neighbor, are you anointed? Ask your neighbor, do you have the Holy Spirit in you? And ask your neighbor, have you been preaching? Hallelujah. You cannot have the Holy Spirit and not what? And not preach. When the Holy Spirit comes upon you, He empowers you so that you can do what? You can preach. From today, may you go out and be a preacher. Hey, I said, may you go out and be a preacher. In the name of Jesus. The power of the anointing is for the preaching of the gospel. It's for the preaching of the gospel. The anointing is not for fun. The anointing is not for gimmicks. The anointing is not for joke. The anointing is for the preaching of what? Of the gospel. You are an MD, but you can still do what? Preach. You are a businessman, you can still preach. You are a lawyer, you can still preach. Every one of us have been called to what? To preach the gospel. This morning, may God raise preachers for us in the name of Jesus. You see, if we are all preaching, this place will be full. We'll have two, three services. And don't say that white people, we cannot preach to them. We can minister to everybody by the Spirit of the Holy Spirit. And by the power of the Holy Ghost. 
From today, may you preach where you find yourself. Preach in that office. Preach in that business. Preach in the marketplace. Preach in the school. Preach wherever you find yourself. Be a preacher. Because you have the Holy Spirit resident in you. Resident. The anointing is for preaching. If you say you are anointed, then you cannot preach. You cannot make Christ known. That anointing is a suspect. That anointing is fake. Because when he comes upon you, he makes a preacher out of a man. Yeah. We need to preach. Hallelujah. From today, you will preach in Jesus' name. I see you preaching in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah 61, verse 1. Isaiah 61, verse 1. It says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to do what? To preach. Is the Spirit of God upon somebody this morning? Say, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach. The Amplified, they say that He has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel. Of good tidings to the meek. The poor and afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and to heal broken hearted. To proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives. And the opening of the prisons and the eyes of them that are bound. Ladies and gentlemen, there are people who are bound by the enemy. There are people who are sick and heartbroken. There are people in terrible conditions. The anointing of God upon your life is to set the captives free. It's to deliver those people. It's for the opening of the prison to them that are bound. The people that sat in captivity. The Bible said that a great light has appeared unto them. This morning, may a great light appear to you. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to the world to preach. The anointing is not for cars. It is not for money. It is not for material gain. It is for what? For preaching. For preaching. If you are sitting in church and you are not preaching, and you say you have the Holy Ghost, we have to examine that Holy Ghost. What you carry may be something else. There are people who are shy to preach. They are never shy to do any other thing. Call for evangelism. They will never show up. But the anointing that we have, it is for the preaching of the gospel. Do you know why? Because in Acts chapter 2, verse 39, it says that the promise of the Holy Spirit, it is for you and your children, and it does not end there. It says that to all that are afar off, there are people that are afar off, how shall they hear unless there is a preacher? Man of God, I was in India. I preached like God's sake. And when they are taking me to the ground, it's miles. I get there, I leave the hotel in the morning at 8. I come back at 3 a.m. No joke. And when I'm going, I'm saying to myself that these people, I'll just talk to them 30 minutes and leave. By the time I get there and I look at the people, I understand what Jesus said. When he saw them, he had compassion on them. He was moved with compassion. When I go, I see them sitting on the floor, bleeding. I said, hey! Then all of a sudden, the grace will come. Because I'm moved with compassion. There are people in church who are never moved. You, your, your, your movement is for other things. You are moved on other levels, but you are never moved with compassion. From today, if you know you carry an anointing, may you be moved with compassion. So the preaching that I say I'm going to talk for 30 minutes, when I see the crowd, my heart, We are saved by what? By grace. 
Don't be in your small cocoon place and think that that is all life is. You know, there are people in America, they think that the whole world is America. Look, go somewhere around the corner. You see people who are suffering. Go outside Africa. Go travel and see. And you see that, look, you cannot be boxed up in your own house. Be comfortable in your own house. Me, my wife, my children, and I. And you are just there. Others are dying. Are we together? So if you know that you are anointed, the anointing is for what? It's for preaching. Jesus said, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to preach. To preach. So when the Holy Ghost comes, He comes to empower us so that we can do what? We can preach. Ask your neighbor, why are you not preaching? Amen. So we have to go out there and what? And preach. Tell your neighbor from today, preach. Hallelujah. Receive an anointing to preach. Hey, I said receive an anointing to preach. Receive that grace to witness. Talk to a friend. Talk to a neighbor. Talk to a brother. Talk to a sister. Whatever you do, do something so that I will save some. Paul said that I became all things to all men that by all means Kalima Suanda Bahande that by all means that by all means I, I became all things to all men that by all means I will save some. May you save some. I said, may you save some. Don't just be boxed in your own small world. Save somebody. Save a neighbor, a mother, a father. Talk to somebody. Hallelujah. So number one, the anointing or the Holy Spirit empowers us for evangelism. Number two, the Holy Spirit empowers the church for service. The Holy Spirit empowers the church for service. After the encounter in the upper room, they committed their lives to serving God and serving the people of God. The Holy Spirit comes to empower us so that we can serve. Amen. So this whole week, if, as we talked about the Holy Spirit, it is not for fun. It is so that people will be strengthened to do what? To serve. Hallelujah. Oi, hallelujah. So that people will be strengthened to do what? To serve. Today you don't find, maybe Pentecost there, you are good people. But too many people sit in church, they do nothing. They are not in a choir, they are not in technical, they are not in ushering, they are not in protocol. They just come to church, cross their legs, sit down. Hear a good message after carrying their bag, walk out Nicodemusly. Nobody sees them. We'll see them another Sunday when they come. There's a special pew or chair they sit on. When others are sitting on it, they get offended. You know, they want to be treated like queens and kings. They come and cross their leg, exercise, saying hello, hi, hello, hi. After carrying their bag, walk out from today. May God raise people that will serve. May you serve the house of God. May you serve the people of God. May you serve the church. In the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit empowers us to do what? To serve. To serve. You come in and go out like this place is a, you know, yeah, shopping mall. Come and shop there after you walk out. How the place is kept, they don't care. How the seats are arranged, they don't care. How there is, you know, whatever. You know, they, 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 are, they cannot be boarded. Yeah. From today, you are receiving the power to serve. Amen. I said power to serve. Amen. In the name of Jesus. And the people who don't serve, they are the ones who criticize the church. They are not serving them. They can talk about everything about the church. Why is the carpet gray? (laughs) 
I don't even know who said they should buy gray. It's like they have a stake in the church. They are not doing anything in church. And yet, they can talk about everything. Criticize everything in church. Yeah. Ask your neighbor, is he talking to you? (laughs) Hallelujah. So when the Holy Spirit comes, he comes to empower us so that we can do what? We can serve. Can serve. Can serve. Can serve. Serve the house of God. Serve the people of God. Do something in church. Don't sit in church and you don't do anything. Nothing. You are not in any department. They are looking for teachers for Sunday school. And you are sitting there. You have grace. You have ability. God has helped you. You will never own up. We are calling for women's fellowship, whatever. As if you're a man. When they call the meeting, you carry your bag and you're leaving. (laughs) Hallelujah. After the service, can all the men wait so that we can do something? Then you see a man who is going. Are you a woman? The Holy Spirit empowers the church. And brings people into a place of what? Of service. Jesus said that I, the Son of Man, I have come to do what? To serve. And not to be what? To be served. That he that wants to be great must first be what? A servant. That is why from the pulpit to the back, all of us are servants of God. We don't have uh, masters of God and, you know, Bachelors of God. We are all servants of what? Of God. From the pulpit to the back. Your pastor is serving you. You you don't want to serve. If you have the Holy Spirit, it empowers us to do what? To serve. From today, may you serve the church. Say a better amen. May you serve in the name of Jesus. He that wants to be great must first be what? A servant. You see, sometimes, man of God, the way up is the way down. Now, people who don't want to serve, they feel like, as for serving, leave it for the young ones. We there, we have retired. People can be serving until you make them elders. Now, the position enters their head. Are you calling me? Me? To come and sweep? Me? Are you talking to me like that? Me? Elder? Say mercy. Look, come down from your high horse. I said, come down from that high horse. That your nose is pointing into the air. As if you don't breathe. Please! Ah, May God raise servants in the house. God raise people that will serve. In the name of Jesus. John chapter 13 verse number 12. When he had finished washing their feet, he put on his clothes and returned to the place. Do you understand what I've done for you? He asked them. You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly, I I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. There is blessing in service. When you serve, you are blessed. He said that I've given you an example that when you do these things, you will be blessed. 
show me a man who serves, I will show you a man that is blessed of the Lord. Show me a servant of God, I will show you one that God blesses. So the Holy Spirit empowers people to do what? To serve. Paul said that, I am what I am by the grace of God. That grace was not in vain. And he said that, I labored than all. I labored. I labored. I worked. What are you giving to the church? What are you giving to the house of God? What are you giving to the body of Christ? Some of you, your work will call you at 7. You, you are there, 6.30. Pastor calls you. You come two hours late and you don't feel anything. Look, when they pass that your office work through fire, it will burn like, like what? Chaff. The only thing that will speak hereafter, they that die in the Lord and their works will follow them. It is your work that will, it's not your MD that is going to follow you. When they pull the records, it's not that company that you worked in. It is your works. The things you did in the house of the Lord. Show me your works. Say, I know your works. I know. You are not doing anything in church. You are anointed. You are filled with the Holy Spirit. Tongue talking. And nothing. Look. Let your heart begin to to pant and beat right now that you are doing nothing in church you have to be very afraid that you come and you sit comfortably and just walk about and do nothing in the house of God it's time for us to serve I said it's time for us to serve may we serve in the name of Jesus hallelujah and in Acts chapter 6 when they were looking for people to, to, to appoint over the service to take care of tables Look at it. The Bible said that, and they chose Stephen, a man full of the Holy Ghost. So when people are filled, when people are full of the Spirit, they are committed to what? To service. And when I read it, I thought, you know, when it comes to serving of tables, do you need, you know, but if people are not filled, cleaning or even, I have carpet, where are they? Vacuum. Vacuum. Um, when you are vacuuming the place, it will feel like, like there is a bedding. You know why? Because you are doing it out of pain. But when you are filled, ah, David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than to dwell in the tent of wickedness. Anything about the church excited him. Let something about church excite you. Say a better amen. Number three, the Holy Spirit empowers the church in giving. It empowers the church. He brings empowerment to the church so that the church can give. Any believer who has the Holy Spirit resident in him and cannot give and is not a giver, you have not yet come to the understanding of the workings of the Holy Spirit. Because if you have the Holy Ghost in you, you would want to give. Yeah. You want to give. Because freely have we received, and freely shall we do what? Shall we give. When you find people in church who are holding on to things, holding on to money, holding on to things, I will not give this, I will not give that, I will not give my time, I will not give my talents, there is something wrong with you. When the Holy Spirit empowers us, He empowers us to what? To give. And number one, you give of yourself freely to the Lord. Paul said about the church that they first gave of themselves. Give yourself to the work. And after give whatever you have to what you have to give. What do you have that you did not receive? You give to the house of God. Yeah. Give to the We have a project. This is the budget. Give to the house of God. 
Givers, they never lack. They receive that with who that more than is necessary. And the thing, in a way, it tends to poverty. But the liberal soul shall be made fat. I declare this morning over your life, as you give to the Lord, may the Lord make you fat. May the Lord reward you. May you be blessed in your giving. Hallelujah. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. Press down. Shaking together. And running over. Shall God cause men. I prophesy this morning. May God cause men to give to you. May God cause men to bless you. May God cause men to bless your life. You're going out and you're coming in. Come on shout unto the Lord. the house of God and give to the men of God bless your pastor bless him bless him Paul said that is it bad that after sowing spiritual things you also bless me with material gains it's not bad bless your man of God bless your woman of God bless the elders when you are going to buy suits you just go buy just one all your life, everything you've ever bought, one, one, one for yourself. One bag, one shoe, one shirt, one, one. You are not blessing other people. But you see, when water goes through the hose, the hose is what? It's watered. As you water the lives of others, your own life will be watered. Your own life will be watered. People are struggling because you are with watering. The, the rich man, the parable of that man, you know, he said he has goods stored, laid up for himself. For tomorrow, God came to him and said, you this man, you are a foolish man. This night, I will take your life from you. And he said that, said that so is every man who is not rich towards God. Look at how God has blessed you. You are still giving offering one dollar. Look at look at how you Nankasa, how do you feel? Don't you feel bad? Meanwhile, when you close church and go and sit in a place, you spend more than fifty hundred. But when it comes to offering, one more one dollar, one dollar, it's as if your name is one dollar. <laughs> Tell your neighbor change. Say bless the house of God. You see. When they received the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit empowered them. They became what? Givers. Let me show you a scripture. Acts chapter 2. I'm sure you all know it. Acts chapter 4, verse number 32. Acts chapter 4, verse number 32 to 37. All the believers were, in, were one in heart and mind. No one claimed any of their possessions was their own. But they shared everything they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord. And God's grace was so powerful at work in all of them that there were, there were no needy person amongst them. For from time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, brought the money from the sales, and put it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone who had need. Joseph, a Levite from Cyprus, whom the apostles called Barnabas, which means son of encouragement, sold a field he owned and brought the money and put it at the apostles' feet. See, after the Holy Ghost, they couldn't just remain the same. Papa, they started selling their property. Amen. Started selling their things. Amen. And blessing as many as were in need. You dear, let's hold. Let's hold. You are always holding. Tell your neighbor, change. So the Holy Spirit empowers the church so that the church can give. From today, may God anoint us to give. I said, may God anoint you to give. Because God loves a cheerful what? Giver. Cheerful giver. May God anoint us to give. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Say a better amen. 
say a resounding amen. amen. So when the Holy Spirit comes, he empowers the church so that they are able to do what? Give. Look at how God, one of my favorite scriptures, you know, while we were yesterday, that Christ died for us. Gave himself for us. That's for you. You see, the, the Bible says that they give, they sold and give to people. Blessing lives, blessing people. You are never blessing anybody. You know, you are never blessing people. Bless the house of God. Bless the men of God. And bless lives. Let somebody thank God for your life. And thank God for God. Amen. That the day I met this man, my whole life changed. Amen. A, a good testimony. Now people sit in church and they want to hoard things. And meanwhile, the principle of the world is different from the principle of the church. Amen. And the people of God. The world will tell you that, hey, hold on to what you have. Don't, don't give it. Just get more. But God is saying that the little that you have, it's like, give it out. Amen. And see if I will not move in your life. People are struggling because they are Armstrong. Your arm is strong. And God wants to give you something. God wants to bless you. And he's waiting for you to release what you have. So that he can deposit grace. And yet they will never do it. One man had an accident. He was driving. Had a briefcase. There was money in it. When he had the accident, they went to him bleeding, still holding the briefcase. Hallelujah. Amen. Number four. The Holy Spirit empowers the church to love. The Holy Spirit empowers the church to love. When the Holy Spirit comes amongst us, He empowers us so that we can do what? We can love. Amen. I'm not talking about the kind of love that is looking for something in return. Today, people love because of what they will get. If that love is not going to bring anything, and they are not going to see returns on that gesture, they don't do it. And even in church, people walk past people. They, don't, they are not greeting. They are not talking. You'll be surprised that people are here. who will take communion. They are not talking to somebody in church. But we will all take communion. In the name of Jesus, may that spirit be taken away from the church. May God build a church where there is love, unity of purpose, in the name of Jesus. Thank you for the cross, Lord. And they are not talking now. Thank you for the love you paid. And when they see someone, their neighbor comes. There in all my guilt and shame, in love you came. And they're amazing. And they are looking at a sister who has dressed. And because they don't like the, the person, they are saying that, how can you wear brown and wear green shoes? <laughs> it's like the dressing is for them. Is the dressing your dressing? Kalima's <laughs> wonderful. May God deliver his church. May God help his church. In the name of Jesus. May we love like never before. In the mighty name of Jesus. Come on, shout yes. We don't love each other in church. Even in church, people are fighting. Even in church, people are unforgiving. Somebody has vowed, I will never forgive this person. I will never forgive a mother. I will never forgive... My friend... As you hear the word of the Lord, may God transform that heart and change that heart and renew that mind and go out and forgive and show the love of God. He said, by this shall all men know that you are my disciples when you have love one for another. And sometimes the church looks weak 
because of these things. And the Holy Spirit will not dwell in a place like that. You are having hypertension because of bitterness. And the thing about bitterness is that it kills you and the other person doesn't know. And you see the person that your heart is beating. And the person is eating KFC, my dear. Free yourself in Jesus' name. I said, free your life in the name of Jesus. Whatever happened, let it go. But from now, I walk in the love of God. I walk in the knowledge of God. I walk in the fullness of God. In the mighty name of Jesus. He that loveth God, knoweth God. For God is love. I prophesy this morning. May the love of God be shed abroad in our heart. By the Holy Spirit, love your neighbor as yourself. In the name of Jesus. God. God is love. God is love. God is love. Forgive that mother. Forgive that father. Forgive that wife. Forgive that husband. Forgive your children. And let brotherly love continue. Let brotherly love continue. Too much disturbances in the church. Way in the way in Casa. This one is not speaking. And sometimes, hey, Pastor, we suffer. By the grace of God, I manage some small church. You know, God is helping us. Hey, today this one has done this. This one is not talking to this one. This one has gone to sleep with this one. This one. Hey, what is this? You see, the ark, the Noah's ark. All the animals were there. How were they able to survive all those days? Because when God brings his people together, it is only love that is, is important. So in the ark, the antelope will pass by the lion. And the lion will roar, roar. They say, please, not here. Here. Nobody is dying here. You will not die in church. You will not be lost in church. Hey, I prophesy this morning. May God sustain your life. As you love the brethren, may God keep you in the name of Jesus. Then grass cutter will pass. Then the cheetah will do like this. Say, please, not in this act. Here, nobody is dying. God has gathered us from afar. And because his love, even animals, they understood love. Hey, the lion will meet you and, and, and say, Hey, my boy. Ha. Not here. Oh. I had you when your trade didn't power. Yeah. Let the people of the world fight. But not in church. Hey, let them do what they want to do. But not in church. We are bound together by what? By love. How God demonstrated His love towards man. That while we were yesterday, He said, Christ died for us. Tell your neighbor, not here. If you want to fight, it's not in church that you fight. If you want to quarrel, we don't quarrel in church. Eh? We don't quarrel in church. We don't fight in church. Here, there is forgiveness because of the blood. There is forgiveness, I said, because of the blood. There is no bitterness. There is no envy. There is no jealousy. There is nothing of the enemy that will thrive here. The love of God. The love of God. They say that God's love is so powerful. It's so high. You can't get over it. It's so low. You can't get under it. It's so wide. You can't go around it. And some of us, our love circuit is very short. Short fuse. Partner pipe. Eh, Pastor, me, 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 I, I, me, I don't like those things. Who likes, who likes those things? 
I saw something on Facebook about, not Facebook, social media, you know. There are people who say, who are in relationship? They say, uh, me, I'm not the calling type. Me, I'm not the texting type. And somebody commented that the Jesus who died for you, is he the dying type? So, Pastor, me, I don't know how to forgive. Please, don't let me go there. Hallelujah. So we need to do what? Love. The Holy Spirit empowers us so that we can what? We can love. And the last thing, the Holy Spirit empowers us to do good works. To do good works. If you have the Holy Spirit, you can only do but good works. Hallelujah. He empowers the church. He empowers you. He equips us. Unto what? Unto good works. And good works means good works. Anything that is good is good works. Worthy of emulation. Good works. Without the Holy Spirit. You see, even doing good. Papa, I realize that without the Holy Spirit, it is difficult to do good. You think that you can do good, but the natural man is wicked. How do you love somebody who does not love you? How do you bless someone you don't feel like blessing. That you need the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to do good works. The natural man is wicked. The natural man is unthankful, unholy. But when the Holy Spirit comes in, he empowers the natural man so that this wicked person can now do good what? works. Good works. Changes you. And sometimes you can, hey, I've changed though. You didn't used to be like that. But God has worked on you. The Holy Spirit is inside of you. Empowers you so that you can do good works. Hallelujah. I pray that from today, may you do good works. Wherever you find yourself, do good works. You cannot possess nations without good works. In the office, do that which is good. In church, do that which is good. Do good works. Tell your neighbor, do good works. Hallelujah. So the Holy Spirit empowers us to do good works. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 10. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works. So that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork. Created in Christ Jesus. To do good works. Which God prepared. In advance. The key word is advance. For us to do. So before you came. Before you were born. God had prepared you. For what? For good works. Why is your life not producing good works? Ask yourself, why is your life, why is it that every time when you appear, it's like there is there's a problem? A place can be peaceful till Madame will come. Then the whole thing will turn upside down. So why are you not producing good works? Do you ask yourself that what is wrong? And if there's something wrong, go to the Holy Spirit because he, we are His handiworks created in Christ. And it's for us to do what? Good works. May God equip His church. May God equip His people. From today, the only thing I see coming out of your life, only good works. I said good thoughts. Good works in the name of Jesus. May you receive the power to do good works. The power to do great things. The power to touch lives. The power to affect nations. The power to possess nations. The Bible said that let your light so shine before men. That when they see your good works, they will give glory to God. I prophesy this morning. Over a hundred people in this place. Receive the power for good works. Receive grace for good works. Receive an anointing for good works. Receive power for good works. From today... May you do good works. May your life produce good works. May you bear good fruit. In the name of Jesus. A 
everywhere he went, he was doing what? Good. Ah. The mighty healer, he cleansed the lepers. When we were young, we said, when the people saw him, they started running. Hey. But everywhere he went, he was doing what? Good. May you be known for doing good. Amen. Wherever you go, when people see you, they are excited. Because good things will come to them. From today, receive that grace for good works. In the name of Jesus. As I receive that power for good works, your life will be colorful. Your life will be beautiful because good works will come out of you. Oh, I said good works will come out of you. In the name of Jesus. Acts 10.38, my last scripture. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing what? Good. Ah, He went around. And he was doing good. From today, go around and do good. Let us be people of good works. Good works. Good works. Good works. The days of producing bad fruits are over. The days of producing bitter fruit are over. The days of producing fruit that do not glorify God are over. I see God bringing the church to a place and all that I see is a people who are bearing good fruit because a good tree cannot produce a bad fruit. I prophesy to the church of God. May God plant us by the rivers of water that every one of us from today your life will bear good fruit. Good works will come out of you. Good works will come out of your marriage. Good works will come out of your family. Good works will come out of your business. Good works will come out of your spouse. Good works will come out of the church. I declare in the name of Jesus, receive an unction for good works. Receive the power for good works. Receive grace for good works. And yet by this time, may your good works speak for you. May your good deeds speak for you. May your good things speak for you. In the name of Jesus, show me a man who does good works. I will show you a man that is blessed of the Lord. I prophesy this morning, receive the anointing, receive the grace, receive the power to do good works. In the name of Jesus, may God bless the church with men and with women who will go out there and possess nations and take communities and take cities for the Lord. By their good works in the name of Jesus. When the cripple saw him, the started walking. Rise to your feet everywhere he went. Lift up your hands everywhere he went.
once again for joining us. We pray that you were blessed. Click on the other episodes to continue on this journey with us. Don't forget to share and follow this podcast. God bless you.